0: Honda is looking to high schools and colleges for a new generation of skilled workers. On this week's show, three participants in its Ohio program talk about why it works for them. Coming up next on AutoLine This Week. And now, here's your host, John McElroy.
1: I wanna thank you all for joining us on AutoLine This Week. Today's show is coming to you from the Honda Heritage Center in Ohio. We're here because they do a lot of very high-skilled training for manufacturing. And that's one thing that the automotive industry faces right now, a critical shortage of highly skilled manufacturing people. The real challenge is, can we get a new generation to get into manufacturing in this country? Well, actually today, we've got three of them. So Ann, we're going to start with you. Look in the camera. Introduce yourself. I want to know your name, your age, and where you go to school.
2: Uh, hi, I'm Ann. I'm 16 years old and I go to the Marysville Early College High School.
1: Okay, Erica, your
2: turn. I'm
0: Erica Miller. I'm 19 years old and I'm currently enrolled in Columbus State Community College.
1: Okay, and Romero, and I know you've already gone through school, so tell us where you work too.
3: My name is Romero Hernandez. I work at the East Liberty Paint Department and I'm a manufacturing technician. Graduated from Columbus State. Real good. So Romero, I'm going to start with you. Uh, What we're talking
1: about is a program that Honda has put together to get students, starting in middle school, we don't have a middle school student today, but we'll skip that part for right now. But you've gone through this for high school and college, and now you've got a job at Honda. Tell me,
3: what got you into this program in the first place? Um, Well, I was finishing my automotive degree, and I met a advisor named Nicole Braun. And I'm like, well, I feel like there's more out there for me, like I'd like to look into engineering. I like working on cars, I like robots. And she was like, well, have you ever looked at engineering like the degree itself? I was like, no, not really. (laughs) And she's like, well, there's this great program. We've partnered with Honda Manufacturing. They offer a lead the way path or STEM schools to get associated with it. And then you do a cohort where you go three days a week And you come to school two days a week. And she's like, but I kind of have to need need to know by this day. And it was three days out. And I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) And then she's like, this is all the information for the program. She showed me, like, the robots they work with, the type of environment, the different equipment. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'd love to do this. And then that's kind of where she's like, all right, well, you just got to come in here, do this, and sign up for it. And if you get accepted, everything goes great. And I was like, oh, that's awesome.
1: Now, was this all going on when you were still in high school, or you already in?
3: I transitioned into the program in college at Columbus State, yes. So I didn't go through the high school stages, but, I mean, if I could have started then, I would have definitely jumped on board. Saved a lot of years of, and money, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'd be a little bit further in my career than I am now. But, but you made it through, and you're working at Honda now, doing what? I am currently in charge of A Booth, A Base. It's uh, one of the paint cells. We have two lines, A and B, and I'm in charge of A. And I have 12 paint robots, uh, four door openers, and a bonnet and a hatch opener. And those are my babies, they're my toys. (laughs) I have to make sure they're up to date, running, Uh, any repairs that need done, I do them. And then we have three shifts, so we kind of work with each other side by side, help make sure the repairs get done. And then regularly you have your daily checks, preventive maintenance. that's all part of the job, but my main thing is keep this area running and take care of your toys. And I mean, they're not mine, but they are. <laughs> but they are right. So, okay, right. Erica, I
1: want to hear your story. You're
3: still in school. You're, I'm you're, still you're at in college. You're what? What uh, level of school
1: are you at now?
0: I'm in my fourth semester. I've got one more semester to go.
1: I'm, okay, so what got you into this program?
0: Um, in middle school, I figured I wanted to do something in engineering. I was on a robotics team for uh, Lego robots, and I liked that. And then um, in high school, I went back and forth a little bit between music and engineering. And then I got to the end of my senior year. And it's like, well, I haven't signed up for anything yet. (laughs) So I went to Columbus State and talked to one of the the same advisor, Nicole Braun. And she signed me up for classes. And I knew I wanted to do electrical or mechanical. I wasn't sure. So so she combined them for me. (laughs) And then they um, put me into the program. I ended up here.
1: How interesting! So, it was a Lego robotics program that first yeah. got you interested in all yeah. this? Huh? And what's your view? Where do you when you get out of uh, uh, school, you plan to work here at Honda, or? I'd what?
0: like to be doing the same thing. Romero is. No
1: kidding. You you want robots as your babies too?
0: huh? <laughs> I've kind of got some already, but I'm not the only one in charge of them. So they don't trust me on my own yet, which is wise.
1: That's great. Okay, Ann, so interesting, 16 years old, (laughs) you're already in the program, you're in uh, high school doing it. How'd you find out about it?
2: Uh, Well, my story maybe isn't a little, it's not as as, uh, exciting as theirs. Pretty much what happened was I went to the STEM school, which is a school that specializes in engineering, biomed, and IT, and I kind of looked at my options and I thought, well, I'm a creative, pretty, somewhat creative person, and that was really where I think I could find the best way to express that, uh, especially through computer-aided design and other different different programs that, uh, on the computer. So, basically, it all just started with me taking a class. Like I think that's I think that's where a lot of that knowledge comes from, and uh, I'm happy I did it. Well, obviously,
1: you know, you're sticking with the program, so to speak.
2: Yes. And and plan
1: to go on to college doing the same sort of thing?
2: Uh, I'd hope to, but I wouldn't say that that's set in stone yet. I mean, obviously I am still in high school, and there's still a lot of areas that I could explore within the engineering realm, so I wouldn't say I'm completely uh, decided quite yet. That's okay. At 16 (laughs) years old, that's perfectly
1: okay. Romero, let's come back to you. what about your your friends, your family? What do they think of what you're doing? And, and the reason I ask that is one of the biggest hindrances to getting younger people into manufacturing is they get it from their friends, their family, maybe even their teachers saying, oh, you don't want to go work in a factory. You don't want to do that. Go do something else. So what do they think about what you're doing?
3: Well, my family in general is very proud because I'm a first-generation American and I graduated college, so that's thumbs up but at first my mom was like are you sure you want to leave cars because i'd really enjoy working on cars and i had done it for a while she's like you're in a good position you run this business like you're in a successful place are you sure you want to leave that and i'm like "Manufacturing's not what you think it is it's i'm not dirty i will get dirty but i'm not just <laughs> like oily being <laughs> a picking up stuff or fixing things and just not enjoying it i'm like there's so much more to it than what you think I'm like, this car you see, I'm like, somebody isn't hand-painting that car. Nobody is mounting this tire on the rim and doing it this way. I'm like, everything's changed. It's all automated technology, computers, PLCs, robots, like lifts. I'm like, you you would never think that if you go take a tour at Honda, for example, you're going to see a robot picking up an entire car, transferring it over to a lift and setting it there. I'm like, well, that's the stuff that I work with. And she just gets amazed and then I go home and I tell her the type of things I do, my coworkers, the things I experienced and she's just like, "I'm so proud of you like I'm so happy that you're doing that and you did it and it just changed her stereotypical manufacturing environment like what she thought of it and my friends are all happy and excited I've a couple of them joined the program, gone through it so that, that they're in it right now, so I, I really like that yeah.
1: So Erica, I so see you're you're nodding your head and everything. That you're, yeah. you're getting that pushback too. Why are you getting into manufacturing?
0: I got a lot of that from my um, my friends were really supportive. They thought it really fit me, but there there's been some teachers and some just different people I come in contact with. They're like, "Are you sure you're okay with the manufacturing setting?" Because they're thinking big guys that just <laughs> workaholics and different things. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm so far I'm. Well, I think I'm the first girl to go through the program, yeah, and it's it's been fun. you know it took a little bit to get guys to warm up to me, but once they get there they're fine.
1: So you use the word girls, so I'll use it too, but how do you get more girls to follow your footsteps and get into the program?
0: I think it goes back to middle school. A lot of girls are interested in middle school, but once they get into high school, their other interests pop up and they think, well. I really liked engineering, but I also really like art or I also really like sports or whatever and they kind of get pulled in two separate directions and I think a lot of them go towards the other one because... It's easier. It's Yeah, easier. it's easier. And
2: if you don't mind, uh, being a girl and being a little, I'd say, closer to yeah. just being out of middle school, there definitely is an interest in it, mm-hmm. but a lot of times middle schools don't have the capability right. to provide them with an opportunity right. to like... Express that
0: they don't and push the STEM as much, yes, as you're right. High school still. You're right.
2: a lot of times it's more of the English and the uh, history. And while that's all very important and very essential, mm-hmm. they're, they're lax and uh, they lose and focus
0: on getting the kids into careers a lot of times. They just kind of focus on they need to get you through high school, they don't focus on what happens to you after school,
3: yeah, definitely. And yeah. Sorry, oh, sorry, go
2: ahead, and I guess, uh I, I like the, the route that my school personally took, which allows students uh, in partners like Honda and uh, other companies to really be a part of that learning from an early early stage and really gets the kids to, to look at what their options are right. and gets them to see what kind of jobs are out there and what kind of internships they can do during their high school years so that when they go to college or they pursue a career after high school, they have a little better of an idea or they have a greater understanding of really what's going on in the industry at the time. If
0: my high school had had something like hers that I would have been in it, no questions asked, but we didn't have any kind of programs like that.
2: So,
1: and you know, Erica had mentioned uh, a Lego robotics program. There's another program called First Robotics. That's, that's Are those kinds was. of things what it takes to get young women interested in pursuing a manufacturing career?
2: Well, I think, I think it's different for everyone. I think it's hard to answer on a broad scale. We have a robotics team at our school. Well, actually, I believe it's the um, entire community that has one, but. I think it's really a more more of a interest based on the person because personally a robotics team isn't something that I would like to pursue, but I know that it is it's an interest for uh, certain people and I think definitely having a lot of options for p- people to be able to explore that uh, desire to be in the engineering pathway is
1: essential Romero er- Erica had mentioned you know uh that in high school they they emphasize too much just getting through high school or getting through middle school, and you've got a job now. Isn't that part of the, the real allure of something like this that if there's a job with a good paycheck waiting at the end of the, the whole process? Uh,
3: on a personal basis, I really like the fact that it's a well balanced. You know, you have a good job, reliable job, income. That's great. Um, <laughs> but it's also something that I really enjoy doing. It may not be my favorite thing or the thing i am in love with but i really really like my job i love what i do and i think that's something that wasn't explored enough getting through like they're saying middle school high school there's always that push you need to go do this and do that but i don't feel like now i understand why there's a lot of students so they can't focus on us but there was no structure behind an individual student finding out Yeah, they may be good at that, but can they really find a job in that field? Or can you get a career that you're going to like and be able to sustain your life? And so that's one of the great perks about engineering. Engineering is so broad and it's a large scale that I can go from designing a robot to doing R&D on a car to figuring out shift points on a transmission to so many more variations. I mean, you have electrical, mechanical electromechanical, and uh, chemical. There's such a broad range of engineers that really your possibilities are endless. Erica, you said you're, what, one semester away from graduation, right? I've so got the
0: rest of this one and then another one. So. Oh, OK. A semester and a half because we we're having midterms. But
1: but nonetheless, having a job at the end of it all must have been uh, a real motivation to get into the
0: program. Yeah. It's, I like having a job and getting to apply what I'm learning from school to the cohort. At Weld, which is great, because I'm learning stuff about PLCs and robotics and stuff that I get then get to turn around and apply to work. So the first time they handed me a teach pendant, and they're like, "Hey, you know, this is this is your X axis. This is I'm like, I already know that. You know, give me something more. So how does
1: that work uh, between balancing school and work?
0: Sometimes it's a lot. It can be very stressful, but you have to kind of get ahead of yourself when you can, like.
1: Yeah. I definitely say that. What do you mean, get ahead of yourself if you can? Like,
0: um, if teachers let you do your homework ahead of time, you need to do it when they assign it. Because if you even let, well, I'll do it tomorrow.
1: That doesn't work, right?
0: Uh... Something comes up and you can't do it because you're at work or you, some something else, and it just, you, then you fall behind. You have to stay ahead of yourself. Now, whole. are you
1: getting paid doing the work? Yes. So that's helping pay for your school? That's
0: definitely helped. So your you're going to graduate
1: school. with zero debt? Zero
0: debt. Absolutely nothing.
1: Same with you, Romero. Did you get out with zero well, debt? Well,
3: I was previously in school, okay. so I do have some debt. But, I mean, even starting out where she is, mm-hmm. she makes more than a lot of people with some degrees that's make. <laughs> and, I mean, you can't beat that.
0: Yeah. Honda pays us well for
2: the work that we do.
1: And how about at your rent? You, you don't get paid <laughs> yet, do you? Uh,
2: not in the engineering sense, no. <laughs> Maybe the money my mom gives me for gas, but yeah. that's about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't take advantage of that, it goes yes. away pretty quick. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs>
2: So
1: that's got to be uh, a real help, Erica, in being able to get through school. Is Definitely. you don't have to worry about money. Yeah.
0: I mean, college books cost anywhere from $150 up. So, and I'm taking four classes at a time, which it adds up pretty quick. But if you save your money as you go through, then you can turn around and apply a lot of that to school. So I won't have any debt, which is wonderful.
1: You know, clearly you three are very motivated. You're bright you apply yourselves. What was the hardest thing getting through Romero? Um,
3: I think is it can be a little overwhelming as Erica said at times. But you have to understand that there is a finish line. If you can just stay focused, don't focus on oh I need to finish the whole program or oh I need this money or oh I need to get through this class. No, just take it day by day, plan out your day, plan out your weeks, make sure okay I have class here. If you have any issues with class talk to your coordinators. Let them know, hey, I have this final coming up, midterm. And that's the beauty of Honda. They work with us because they know we are in school. Or, well, I guess I am back in school. But <laughs> So they work with you and they allow you, hey, I need this extra day because I really need to study. And they do that. But now there's times where, like she's saying, if you can get ahead, get ahead. It may be your day off or you have a weekend off or spring break at school. But guess what? If you know you have a 10-page report due, in two weeks, if you can do it now, do it, because you may be not getting a day off now, but in the long run, right. you're investing these two years in college, you're going to have great income, a lot of vacation time that you can rack up really, really quick. Like, I don't know very many jobs. where the first year, I already have a two-weeks paid vacation, and not to mention, once I hit my one-year mark, I get another two weeks, it's like, well, I mean, but that's all perks you can get from Honda, because you're focusing, you're applying yourself, and it's part of the job. So, as long as you don't lose sight of that, you just take it day by day, I think you'll be okay. Really great
1: advice. and how do you handle it? What's, what's the hardest part, and how do you work through it all?
2: Well, definitely being at the beginning stage of the program, the le- hardest part is really just learning the material in general. Just really being able to grasp these programs, uh, these, in my case, computer-aided design programs, that are a little farther removed from what I was used to say in middle school where I didn't was I, I wasn't exposed to it at all uh, really any IT or any engineering I wasn't exposed to so the hardest part for me is just learning the material and being able to understand that I'm not going to get it right the first time and going back and trying again and uh, reworking things and editing dimensions and all that's
1: all that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Erica's nodding your head at everything that yes. you're saying. What, what's the hardest part I, for you, Erica? Um,
0: now it's definitely a, the balance between homework and school and work. But when I started the program, it was very overwhelming because there was so many people that had experience or were already in the field. You know, We had people from Abbott and different companies coming in and getting more training, so they already knew the material for a lot of our classes. And I didn't have any of the background because our high school didn't have anything, and I just kind of, okay, I'll try it. So I went in with very little knowledge, and it's like, well, here we go.
1: What kept you motivated to stay in it? I'm sure at some point you thought, you know, maybe I should have studied music.
0: <laughs> there, there was times. Um, I'm, I definitely like challenge, which I think was part of it. I got in it like, well, no one expects me to do very well, so I'm going to prove them wrong, and it just never went away.
3: How about you, Romero? What kept you motivated? I think my motivation was knowing that even just having my foot in the door with Honda was a huge perk in itself, because if I decided at the end of the day, I don't want to finish the cohort, or I do finish it, and I don't want to take a, uh, to become an equipment service technician, like, well, I have a ton of other jobs you can do here, and I mean, just Hearing different stories from other uh, coworkers, really like, oh, okay, you know, there there's something at the end of the road. Like, I, no matter what I do, there's always something there. I can keep expanding. I can keep learning. I'm never like, oh, this is your job. This is what you have to do. You're there. No, I mean, even being a co-op, going through what Eric already did, it was. I wasn't designated to a specific spot. I wanted to learn. Now this may seem like a lot, but I was like, I want to learn Paint Shop, like all of it. So they allowed me the flexibility to go from area to area to area to area and through my time there I would take it upon myself to be like oh, okay this person's out let me go over there and see if I can help or the things that I do know I can apply there and all my co-workers my team lead my coordinators they all supported me gave me advice and allowed me like if I felt I could do it they allowed me to try it. and that really kept motivating me and when I would see it succeed they'd be like well I want to try this. Well, I'll go ahead. And then, little by little, I kept learning more and more and more, and building up my confidence. So I was like, "I'll get through this. I know I can." And so luckily, Anna, I did. How do you keep your motivation?
2: Uh, a lot of the way I feel is a lot of my friends are also in the pathway. So I get to see what they create, and they get to see what I create with the uh, with the tools that we have. We have a laser engraver, 3D printer, CNC machine, and Although a lot of it is projects and, create and putting their own spin on it, a lot of times it's just the creative element that I really am drawn to, and the fact that I'm able to I'm able to make things, and that's just cool to me. <laughs>
1: is it the 3D printer that you think is so cool?
2: <laughs> well, we're not allowed to use that as much, but I, I personally like the laser engraver just because it it's quick and it'll it'll it can make things like super simply and well I wouldn't say super simply but it's just it's fun to watch. <laughs> <laughs> How about you Erica? I
0: don't know. 3D printing
1: <laughs> is that something that really appeals to you?
0: I like 3D printing. I had a class in college where that was part of our final project and that was a lot of fun. Um, I like the robotic side of it a lot too. That's definitely my interest which I'm lucky I've gotten the weld. We have tons of robots right now.
1: Yeah, you do. So you know that What I'm getting from this conversation is the three of you are people who love challenge and you want to make things. Although, Anne, it sounds like you're more interested, at least right now, in designing them, maybe more than in actually fabricating them.
2: Well, I think that's just maybe because I don't have the skill set at the moment to be able to really actually manufacture them in my own sense. Of course, I can create the... Uh, programming, or the part necessary to print out on the laser engraver, print out on the 3D printer, but I think down the line it would be it would be even even uh, more interesting to me to be able to actually, you know, look at a product and say, "I made that. I made that."
1: Definitely. Th- that seems to appeal to you too, eh, Erica. Is be able to point to something and say, mm-hmm. "I made that."
0: I mean, even if it's just a rung in a ladder diagram that you have helped put in, it's you know when you get done and it's work and it's working, it's like I helped with that. That's part of that I helped.
1: <laughs> See, what you're both saying here is very interesting to me because that's what I've heard in in other areas too. Mm-hmm. Women getting interested in manufacturing when they know they can design and have it made, not just fact. On the the manufacturing part of it, which I find very interesting because Romero, I get the idea you're a guy who wants to just jump with your hands and and get these things made.
3: Now, this may be frowned upon. I don't per se like downtime when we have something fought out, but I love being in there because I don't like to step back and watch. So it's like, oh, this robot's down? Oh, that's where I'm going. That's the exact spot that I'm going.
1: (laughs) You like it when it breaks down because it's a challenge to try to figure out how to fix it. I get to troubleshoot
3: it. it. I get to repair it. And I know, I mean, it can be overwhelming because there's a lot of pressure to get it up and running. I mean, we are making cars. That's our job. We got to make them so we can all have jobs. But I love being in that environment. Like, it's a little chaotic, but guess what? At the end of the day, we'll fix it, we'll get it up and running, and tomorrow will be another day. And I mean, that, that's it's, part of the thrill.
0: It's good to see so many, because you're on a team with 10 or so people, maybe, and it's good to see so many different people come together to try to fix one problem, to get their line back up and running.
1: And that's a skill set that you have to learn, too, right? Definitely. Being able to work in a team. Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: So, the first week I was there, we had probably a three or four-hour downtime, and I was so lost, because I didn't know anything but now when stuff goes down it's like okay I can help at least a little bit I'm still learning definitely because it's always a learning process but okay I'll stand at the PLC and when they say you know turn
2: it on I can hit the button
1: (laughs) yeah so Ann you're (laughs) learning from these two they're inspiring you to to continue with it all
2: sometimes I get a little lost when you go off and talk about Oh, certain the certain uh, elements of engineering but it's definitely <laughs> something that I would like to learn and I mean it's been a theme pretty much this entire conversation is that <laughs> we all seem to enjoy challenge and I guess learning more things is always a challenge The cool
3: thing is you are in a position to learn everything we know yeah. you're younger so you can do it at a shorter time period and <laughs> not make the mistakes we made or I made, like go into different fields. I mean, you get to experience and choose what you want at such a young age. You can learn our skills. You can decide what you want to do in engineering, or you can do what we do. It's it's, it's awesome. And that is the perfect segue to end the show.
1: (laughs) Seriously, I think you just summarized everything that I hope young people find in an appeal to get into manufacturing. So I want to thank the three of you, Ann, Erica, Romero. Thanks for taking the time today. Very interesting stories. I want to thank all of you for having tuned in.